0: Hi there, my name's Cameron, and I don't just read comics, I love them. Today on Cameron Reads Comics, my friend Jesse Watson and I are going to be talking about the Image comic series Firepower by Robert Kirkman and Chris Somney. We will be going over Firepower Volume 1 Prelude and the free comic book day issue number 1. Jesse and I both agree that this comic book is appropriate for all ages. After doing several adult books, I think that this one is great and any reader of all ages can pick this up and love it. So, here is your spoiler warning for the beginning of the series Firepower. I think that this is a great episode, and I'm excited for all of you to hear it. So, here we go. In order to find out more about his mysterious past, Owen Johnson travels to the Temple of the Flaming Fist, where he meets Master Wei-Lun. In order to earn his place at the temple... He has to fight Wei-Lun. The fight reveals Owen's extensive training background as well as the students that Wei-Lun has taught that have also taught Owen. In the fight, Owen impresses Wei-Lun and gets accepted into the temple. As he gets food to nourish himself after his long journey, Owen meets Ling-Zan, who becomes a friend. She shows him compassion by helping him cook his meal. It is at this time, Owen also meets ma Guang, a student at the dojo for years who, frankly, is a jerk to outsiders. As Waylon gives Owen a tour of the grounds, he shows Owen a statue of Master Shaw, the last master to wield the firepower. Waylon also shows Owen the Dragon Keeper, a guard standing outside the forbidden room, which houses the dragon that provides the way of life for the Temple of the Flaming Fist. Every night, Waylon trains to rediscover the firepower the ability to harness energy and ignite the air around you, forming a fireball. He practices in the same spot that Master Shaw harnessed it years ago. As his training goes on, Owen's relationship with Ling Zan turns into a romance, and at night, he tries to help Wei Lun harness the firepower, which Wei Lun allows begrudgingly. In a sparring match with Ma Guang, Guang kicks Owen, leading a picture of Owen's family to fall out of his pocket. This picture reveals that Owen's mother was a member of the Scorched Earth Clan. While the Temple of the Flaming Fist seek to use the firepower for good, the Scorched Earth Clan mean to use it to see the world burn. These two temples are constantly at war and many lives have been lost. With this revelation spread among the temple, Owen becomes even more of an outsider than he already was. He gets in a fight with Ma Guang, and as they chase him, he ends up inside the Dragon's Temple before he is removed by Wei Lun. Owen has the opportunity to decide how long Ma Guang's punishment is going to be for fighting him. Is it going to be one day, or is it going to be ten days? Owen chooses one day, and serves the time with Ma Guang, showing him compassion. Ma Guang invites Owen to play Kung Fu basketball as a sign of new friendship But the game is cut short as the Scorched Earth Clan attacks. The entire temple erupts into battle. The leader of the Scorched Earth Clan, Chen Zul, makes short work of the Dragon Keeper Guard and fights Wei Lun. This isn't the first time they've battled. As the students and teachers of the temple hold off the enemy forces, they leave room for Wei Lun and Chen Zul to fight. Chen Zul delivers a massive blow to Weyland, which leaves him incapacitated. As Owen witnesses his teacher and friend hurt, this moment of distress gives him the power to create the first fireball since Master Shaw, which obliterates Chen Zul. The scorched Earth clan retreats and carries their fallen leader back to the grounds where they can reconvene. Suddenly, the book cuts to 15 years later. Owen is in a suburban neighborhood married with two kids. His wife asks him to start a pilot light on the grill, which he does with his hands. While Owen thinks he is alone, it is revealed that a ninja is hiding within the trees watching him. Okay, well, welcome to, I believe it's episode 5 of Cameron Reads Comics. My name is Cameron. I don't just read comics, I love them. And today we have a very special guest, Jesse Hi. Watson. Hi. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Cameron. Really quick, will you tell the audience about your experience with comic books and your relationship, what What your relationship with them
1: has been? Uh, I mean, I grew up reading comics. Uh, I don't think I'm... I mean, I'm a huge comic book fan. Not on the level that you are, but it's because I think I have a little bit of ADD. Like, I'll read the comic, and I don't retain a lot of like. <laughs> like, if you were like, "Hey, man," yeah, b- book one, whatever it is, do you remember this character? I'd be like, "Man, I, no, I don't remember that." But I grew up, uh, you know, loving uh, all the X Men books. Big X Men fan when I was when I was younger. Yeah. But you know, I'm you know I'm in my forties, um, and. Growing up, I had like Nintendo and mm-hmm. literally comic books. Yes. You know, so love to hear. me and my brother both read a lot of books when we were when we were younger. And yeah. Yeah. Actually, Jesse was
0: one of the top people that I was going to have on the podcast always. So listeners get used to hearing him. This is only his first appearance. So this is collectible. Um, I'm then, not going anywhere. I will be back. He will be back. And Jesse is one of my favorite person to re- people to recommend comics to because he reads them so quickly. And so while the material's fresh in my mind, I'm just like, hey, read this. And it, if he likes it, he loves it, and he'll read it real quick. And if he doesn't like it, I'm just like, okay, on to the next book.
1: You like, know. Some of the books that you give me, you know, I, see again things that I don't know. You know, terminology like the big books, yeah. They, what's, the omnibus, the omnibus guys. If I'm into it, I'll blaze through it. But yeah. if I'm not really feeling it, like. I have a hard I have a hard time going back if I put it down.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know and, what I mean? And that's, you know, recently his his most recent success was Killer Be Killed by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Loved it. Oh my gosh, so good. I that's...
1: actually read Bad Weekend. Oh yeah. Was that what it was called? Yeah. I loved that one too. Oh my gosh. That was easy. It. it was real quick. Yeah, that one was a quick one. We can save that for another time. We
0: will talk about it. Yeah. So but today we are here for Firepower. Volume 1 the Prelude and actually the Free Comic Book Day special issue number 1 written by Robert Kirkman with art by Chris Somney, and colors by my favorite colors ever Matt Wilson. Jesse, you actually know Matt Wilson's colors because this is the guy that has done all the Jason Aaron, Russell Dodderman, Thor books. Okay. With Lady Thor. That's great. Does it, uh, it at least like I guess color <laughs> schemes look palettes look familiar?
1: They do look familiar. They they pop, you know. But again, this is these are things that I wouldn't know like the The name of the guy who does the color. I didn't um, want to know why, about.
0: though. I, I, I remember who he is because he's the guy that did the color. Because the first time I actually recognized, like, wow, these colors are beautiful. And yeah. So then I'm like, oh, man, I see his name. He actually also did colors for Paper Girls. So I don't
1: see the crossover there so much, mm-hmm. but I can see it from Firepower and then that Thor series. For sure. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. OK, so we are going to go in. Here's a quick prelude. This is what the back of the book says. Here's your taster for... You know, here's your, I don't know, summary on the back of the book? Yeah, summary. Not, uh, yeah. But I have another summary that's going like to be your real. Let a
1: quick guy, what you're getting into.
0: Yep. So, summary Owen Johnson's journey to China to learn about his birth parents eventually leads him to a mysterious Shaolin temple. The students there study to rediscover the firepower, the lost art of throwing fireballs, a power they claim will be needed soon to save the world. Will Owen Johnson be the first person in a thousand years to wield the firepower? That's what it says on the back of the book.
1: That's what it says.
0: <laughs> so that's and what, what it is. Actually, before we we're gonna get into deep discussion in spoiler territory. This I felt was one of the first kind of like all ages comics that is accessible to all listeners. Because I've done a couple of you know we did Saga, we did Mister Miracle, which are two like dense rated R ma- adult mature books. Mm-hmm. As a father, would you consider this all ages? Would you give it to your daughters and be totally okay with them reading it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not one to like. I mean, if you're not okay with a small amount of like violence, I guess if you could say, I mean, it's not violent. There's they fight in it, but yeah, anybody could read this book. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing weird in it at all.
0: Yeah, and so and then going in again, how about the accessibility as a new reader? If you're giving, if you're
1: like, if you're a brand new reader to comics, do you think this is like a great place to start? It could be a great place to start, and only because it's not. I mean superhero heavy, yeah, I suppose, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of books that don't revolve around superheroes, but mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people think about, yeah, and this one doesn't really i mean it it's got its heroes, but it's not based on like some strange you know mutant space, some weird mythology that you gotta wrap your head around that you're like, yeah. this isn't real, yeah, you know,
0: I think that's one of the one of the easiest parts if you ever want to get your friends into comics recommend them indie books because literally these are the first times anyone's meeting any of these characters and that makes them so much more accessible because this is the introduction you know and it's modern and it's easy and there's not a lot of words on the page so yeah
1: i mean i think the first like i don't even know how many pages there's not even any i've got the book here in front of me there's like no t- text at all right like
0: yeah the first 11 pages yeah, are yeah. without text like
1: look at there's which is without confuse somebody though do you think as they're looking at the page if there's no text they might lose direction I, if it's your first time maybe but like really i think it's fairly sequential you, yeah
0: yeah it's like and even and even so let's it say it doesn't we, matter one way or the other i guess let's say we skip all those pages and then you get to page 12 it's it's a big splash page and you kind of know you have to start there as you please Starting now, though, you have your spoiler warning. So we are going to go into the first volume one prelude of Firepower. It's the first appearance, and then into issue number
1: one. How can you call it volume one prelude? Shouldn't you just call it the prelude? Uh, honestly, good question. And how you know? It's like, really what's going to happen when they do the first twelve issues, and then they got to put out a volume one? Seriously, <laughs> do they call it volume one the meat and potatoes? <laughs> What do they, what do they volume, call it? Volume one, entree. <laughs> like, like, that's. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's why I would, like, you gave it to me. I was like, oh, this isn't even the first issue. This is just volume one, the prelude. It's a big book.
0: Oh my! Gosh, I was at my local comic shop, and I actually was very fortunate. This is my third time reading it through for this. Good. Because I had my. I I was working at a comic shop at the time, and my boss got the, got the. Uh, was it, like pre-order edition where pretty much i got to read it early okay you're
1: special i read it i
0: read it like back in february and so now it's like you know oh my gosh it's july at the time of this recording Mm because this was supposed to come out in may but COVID happened and they pushed it to july
1: yeah or late june
0: yeah and so yeah exactly we got a couple weeks ago but now here we are recording based on these are all the issues that have come out Mm -hmm. in in the series okay so now let's go into discussion um Number one, you actually wanted to talk about the splash page at the very beginning. Well, the splash page is killer.
1: Just because the first splash page of Wei Master Wei Lung. Wei Lung? Wei Lun, Wei-Lun. uh, It's it's Wei Wei-Lun? like Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> is it Wei It's Wei-Lun. It says it right here. That's what, what I'm it? guessing. Is W
0: E I L U N?
1: Oh, Wei So Master Wei is a full-on like he, he's. He's an older master, obviously, like you would see in any Shaolin temple. Yeah. But he's like full on streetwear, sneakerhead. It's him standing on the, the stairs of the temple with a staff in his Jordan 1s. And oh and my gosh. Like yeah. he's got a baseball cap on, just looking super like hip streetwear guy. But he's an old man. He's an old kung fu master. He and has a headphones around his neck. Headphones around his neck. And they start fighting. Yes. It's great. right
0: into it it, it, they go right oh my gosh and i think that's you get in in that first panel first page you get such a characterization of who he is he's holding the staff but he's also like modern streetwear guy and there's there's that moment when um owen is trying to learn how to embrace the firepower after training with him at night yeah and he's like you're gonna have to charge my phone right now yeah and then he just whatever like whales the phone into charge well and the guy's like freaking okay finally
1: ring ring i i didn't want the the Jordan sixes. Jo- no, he wanted the Jordan sixes. <laughs> One wanted the
0: sixes. I didn't want the fives. Yeah, I've
1: already got the fives. <laughs> yeah. But they can wield, I guess, the, uh, you know, they're trying to wield the power of fire. They're trying to be able to throw fireballs straight up like Ken and Ryu, like yeah. Street Fighter. That's what they're trying to throw. Ken and Ryu. I, like, I just full Fighter, Hadoukens, yeah. dude. They're like, that's all <laughs> they're trying to do. Yeah. But they can somehow heat bowls of rice with yep. their hands and also charge phones, which K- I think is like would be lightning power right like bzap that brings something I want to
0: talk to you about though because I think I think uh I don't think a lot of people can because when they're charging their phones or when they're doing stuff like that like Ling Zan was the only person we've seen, so the the female is the only person we saw like use other
1: firepower. I, I didn't see Mugwing, Right, but I no, they can't use the firepower, but I assumed in that first couple of pages when, when Owen's trying to eat and no one else is helping him out with his bowls of rice, but they're all eating, which means that yeah. they can all heat their own rice. You're right. Right? Yeah, you're right. And she was the only one that was able to come over. And and help help him. And in in hindsight, now that I'm looking back at these pages, she does look female. I just didn't pick up on it at first. I made the same mistake. You know, she they're in a Shaolin temple, so they've all got their you know they're in their monk robes and they've got their heads yeah. shaved. And for a minute, I was like, oh, this – like, how progressive of this book. Like, you know, it's – he's got this, like, boyfriend, I guess. And I was like, oh, wait. She took her clothes off. And you're like, oh, again, it's family-friendly. It doesn't show, like, boobs or nothing like that. it gets interrupted. It it implies – once she takes her robe off, you can tell, oh, that's a girl. Mm -hmm. Why didn't I recognize that?
0: Actually, bringing me, I guess, to one of of the points I found in this book, too – Robert Kirkman gets very progressive in his portrayals of women uh in these series. So like in uh I feel like she was a fully capable female, which yeah. is not a damsel in distress at all. She's like, get better or get faster, you know. What well, I mean? yeah,
1: I mean I mean and of course you can look at his most popular like Walking Dead and yeah. there, I mean there's a ton of strong female characters yeah. in those books.
0: Which is something, you know, I know. I'm always, wa- I'm always wa- want to shout that out because yeah. that is not common in this medium. And Chris Omni is drawing these women in very like, she's just in a robe. It's not over-sexualized. It's, it's not, not
1: sexualized at all to the point to where I didn't know that it was even a girl. Yeah. Right. It, I could have, <laughs> they could have done it a little, I mean, they could have like more, pointed yeah, just, it a little bit like, thinner, is she got boobs or not. Yeah. I, can, I don't know.
0: <laughs> so, okay, great. So my first question for you, Yeah. Hit me. as I'm pulling up my notes uh is wait first and foremost
1: did you have a favorite character oh i think we know who my favorite character is is it waylon it's way he's the best he's so cool i mean there's 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 one of the the, one of the panels where he's fighting ma Ma, uh, Ma guang ma guang and he's like you know one of the other monks is like going to interrupt him because owen's getting his his ass kicked yeah and Waylon's like picking his teeth with his pinky, and he's kind of like it's just he's got swag, dude. It's like super. Yeah, he's got a super vibe about him. He's great. I love him. Great, great character. But anyways, that
0: is that. Yeah, I my favorite character is freaking Ma Gwang, Actually,
1: I decided. But was, mm, but from this Prelude book, or did you like him more because you read Volume One and then he's your not Volume One, the, the issue one.
0: one. I no, it's from here because I think. At first I didn't like him at all because I didn't think that his reasoning for disliking Owen was very good whatsoever. It was pretty thin. It was like, okay, you're an outsider. I don't like you. And then but the thing I like about Owen too is that he's so mature. Like Owen Owen's like, Oh, hey, like whatever, nobody was gonna help me or like what what his first diss to Wang was really well done. He's like, Oh, nobody's gonna show me the way, but it seems the way your seat's over there. And then <laughs> Mogwang yes, sure like hates him, at, or maybe I guess maybe it's Owen, but I think the arc of Mogwang is the most interesting because eventually you know he's the bully dude, he's the bully dude, and then when he fights Owen for you know being scorched earth, sure he he like uh, Waylon gives Owen the choice, okay, you can give him one day with a punishment, or you can give him ten days, and Owen says, okay, I'm going to give him one.
1: And but Wei, there, there's a trade off.
0: Yeah, he has to do the punishment with them for Owen's the day. Owen's got
1: to do the punishment with them for the day. And they to stand on one foot on a post, like Karate Kid style, right? Like, yeah. And where they have like, weighted water buckets over their necks or yeah, something? Yeah, I think so. It was, yeah, yeah it was, it was not fine. easy.
0: They are going to do that all day. Right. And so, but Wei, when you know Owen's there with him, what's his face? Oh my gosh. Ma Gwang says, this doesn't change anything. And Owen says, you. You know that you feel shame. that you would have, if you're in the same position, you would have had me go 10 days. And I'm just like, that is so brilliant. And Owen eventually, I guess maybe it's Owen, then shoot. But I'm like, Ma Gwang learns from that. And then when the Scorched Earth Clan comes to fight them, he's the first one. To, he like rescues Owen. He saves and he, him. He
1: catches the arrows. And he and invites him to play basketball. Yes. Well, that was before that, though. Yeah, no, but even that, that shows that. character growth already. Also, time out, didn't you think it was mi- – not a missed opportunity, but I fully thought when uh, when the master calls calls Owen, he's like, what's your name? And he said, Owen Johnson. He said, oh, that's your stupid like American name. What's your real name? And he didn't give oh, he didn't him one, know. and they didn't give him like a Chinese name. Oh,
0: you're right. Now I think about it. Uh, not that they had to, but yeah. it's
1: silly because you got like Ling Zhang and yeah. Wu – whatever yeah, 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 yeah. ma guang and you know yeah general show so and then you got owen johnson
0: <laughs> he's like i'm owen johnson i'm like white i'm like i get it
1: but he's not white he, yeah, you're he's right. chinese you're totally right <laughs> i mean it shows his parents in the picture so owen goes up to the temple because he's trying to find what happened to his parents yeah right or he's trying to find answers about yeah. why his parents orphaned him and he's done all, he's gone through all the martial arts schooling that he can back down in normal society. So he journeys up the mountain to find the Shaolin monks, which, by the way, I'm probably a fan, a bigger fan of this than a lot of people. I mean, I grew up doing martial arts and, like, I love Wu Tang. <laughs> it's like the whole Shaolin, Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like Shaolin's yeah. sh- shadow boxing and Wu Tang sword style, you know? So, like, this is, like, right up my alley. I, re- I read it and, and, I mean, it took me two sittings because I got interrupted, but I read it in like 10 minutes, man.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse's also like a speed reader because I can't, I read this like 45 minutes. But. I
1: can't help it too. And I know, I know that you probably take your time and appreciate the books. Sometimes I'm just so into what I'm reading. Like, nice. I have to see what comes on the next page. Yeah. And it's a bummer because I might not appreciate what's. On some of the pages. I don't
0: know. We're appreciating it right now. So yeah. I think, I think we're square. Like I'm, I'm not, I don't think you're losing any, anything, you know, I gained or whatever, but it's, it's good. But like even
1: this, this, even this like page right here. I mean like this it's next the cover page, page yeah. the cover page, like look at the, well, who's this guy? Like w- there's a samurai dude mm-hmm. with a sword on his back. Like, is that going to come up somewhere? Or is he just chilling in, in the hallway? Like being a samurai? Right? Like this dude question. he's just in the alley. Owens like cruising, he's like, check it out, man. I'm is he watching him? Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. Is he scorched earth? I didn't like, even think about that. That's wh- like the first page. It's the first page. Oh my gosh, because Jump Joe- and that's there's it? Clearly a dude yeah. with a sword on his back right there. Oh my gosh. In the marketplace. It's um, like marketplace, vendor, 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 d- Wu Tang sword style. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. Uh how would you pitch the series to someone who's never read it before? So if we're trying to get this in someone's hands, and you know that this is their jam. What do you think you would – how would you sell
1: it to someone? Dick? I mean, hey, if it's somebody who enjoys, like, martial arts and Eastern, like, culture type of stuff, yeah. you can pitch it that way. Like, hey, uh, this is cool kung fu book about a dude learning how to throw a fireball.
0: Yeah, I'm like I, – I think if you have a void in your heart where Avatar The Last Airbender was, like, left em- left it empty
1: – I think this is the book for you. It is the prelude, is very last Airbender mm-hmm. with the two. Does it say okay? So there's the scorched earth, which I mean, you come to find out things about the scorched earth. The scorched earth, are like the enemies of the? Do they have a tr- tribe name? The challenge? Does I think I call they- them
0: the Temple of the Flaming Fists.
1: Right. So okay. there's the Flaming Fists, who are good guys, and then there's the uh the scorched earth we're, they're kind of cool they're like ninjas yeah right so where the flaming fist the clan of the flaming fist if, that's kind of like are shaolin monks you know in the monk robes looking all monkey <laughs> and the scorched Classic. earth guys are like black ninjas you Yeah. Know? uh i guess you could compare them to like uh like snake eyes from gi joe oh yeah good reference right like, yeah yeah snake eyes all black ninjas oh, yeah.
0: yeah 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 and they they come up later in the book. That's that's you know you want proper Snake Eyes very last page or whatever. Fifteen years later. Yes. Um, Are we going there? No, no, not yet. We got we got. You also
1: got, when uh, uh, when Owen comes up the the, uh, the mountain and he has to automatically fight Master Wei Lin, Lin just to like show him what he's got. He gets his ass kicked and then uh, he has to give him his i his i his iPod. Oh my gosh! And he's like. He, he says something to him like, "You know how to use that thing?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's an iPod anymore, and I know what it is." Oh my! And you know? that's
0: yeah. It's like you want, which I think is such a charming character device too of Wei Lun, where it's like he's he knows his stuff. He obviously knows martial arts, but that's not solely who he is.
1: No, he's fully rummaging through his bag, and he's like, you know, there's a, you know, he's dropping all the crap out onto the onto the ground, and then he's like this. This is mine now and just straight up jacks his i his iPod.
0: Yeah, they're like giving him a tour and he's like, hey, is Radiohead still making music? It's like, that's so awesome.
1: Yeah, that was that was cool. That was cool. And then he asked him for bubblegum.
0: And oh wait. How did you feel about Owen being part of the Scorched Earth clan? Like that dynamic with his family, you know, that's the answer.
1: Yeah, I mean you ha you have to have it for like a driving force right behind, I'm assuming it's going to be a driving force behind yeah. the entire story. So like you have to have him be part of, you know, not he's unwillingly or he's unknowingly, you know, part of this bad, you know, bad guy, you know, click, I guess. And whether, you know, whether that decision weighs on him, a la like Luke Skywalker, yeah. right? Like, Oh, my dad's Darth theater. Mm-hmm. You know, like who knows if that'll, they'll throw that in there as well but um you kind of have to have that right
0: yeah i'm like i just
1: he, i mean it didn't make me feel weird about him as a character
0: yeah yeah i just like as a plot device i just was i was really i was thinking about it and i'm like i don't know how much did that move forward with the story because i get that the scorched earth is evil i think i think we're going to see the fruit of that come way later cuz he was like oh first he's isolated and then you know in his isolation he gets accepted by the other guys you know during the basketball game right and even, you know, I think Ling Zan won't won't talk to him. You know, she stops talking to him after they find out he's Scorched Earth. And so all of a sudden he drops fat fireballs. You know what I
1: mean? At um He doesn't do it all of a sudden. There's a battle between the oh gosh, Scorched Earth and the uh uh, flaming flaming fist, fist clan <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a big battle it's super cool it's like it's a big part of the book it's a really cool fight scene but there's i don't i don't remember the main bad guys name. chanzu B- like chanzu you know. big dude big full last airbender like bad guy dude you know mm-hmm. he's he's murking everybody he's kicking the shit out of out of the old man and you're like oh no like he's he's like that's my boy he's like kicking yeah. he's beating the Jordans off of him he and you feel bad because yeah you know he's an old man and, and they they have a pretty good duel but then he finally you know he's bested him now here's what I'm going though yeah. he best he bests him right so then Owen throws his full on Street Fighter fireball and s- s- torches the guy but the old man knew he was going to do that you think. Yeah, look at the page. Like he like smirks at him. Like it was almost like he let. It was almost like he lost on purpose because he knew Owen was gonna chuck that Hadouken at him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Kamehameha.
1: Like you like. Where is that page? Let me find it. real like fast. towards the area. Oh, you know what? This is another absolutely fantastic page.
0: Okay, the wh- Oh my gosh. This one right here is yeah, you fantastic. See, you see Wei Lun, and he is standing on a post. It's right at the very beginning of the scorched earth coming in. I think that's one of the first things I showed you. You can
1: see the arrows coming in from there's this giant blimp, and he's standing almost in a lotus position, but like on one foot on his bow staff. Mm-hmm. And there's this giant blimp flying in behind him, and there's like a volley of arrows coming at his head.
0: And then he just, you can see him right here. See, all of a sudden Jesse's like, I didn't pay attention, but also Cameron, you missed these. Yeah. But
1: I didn't see it the first time I'm I'm looking at it (laughs) now. (laughs) This is one of my favorite pages though.
0: Oh man. that Um, was one of the first pages I show you because maybe the audience knows, but Chris Somney is, I love him. I think he did a great daredevil run with Mark Wade. He did an amazing, literally the black widow movie you guys are about to go see or have seen is based on the Mark Wade
1: Wait, hold on. What do you mean people have seen Oh, because if you you're listening to this in, this in the future, right, yeah. right. Okay. If you
0: have seen it, then I the, thought he,
1: like there was an early cut that somebody had that I might be able to boot.
0: <laughs> like yeah, exactly. If it's not on Disney Plus yet. Oh, come on. And he he's a he's an amazing artist, but some people don't like what, you know, don't like his style, which shocks me personally, but he is a masterclass in this book of, you know, the potential that he has, and especially I think Matt Wilson's colors just
1: really make it all pop. So this is the page. Owen's sitting there with his hands on fire, looking all like, "Whoa, man! I just threw a fireball." Yeah. Look at the look at Waylon's face. Oh, he's smiling. like that smirk is like, "Yeah, yeah. right." Like, yeah, no, yeah. you're
0: totally right. And even freaking An's like, "Oh my gosh, you do it!" Oh my <laughs> gosh, you did it! I'm like, "Oh, it's so good." And then, okay, well, wait.
1: So I, I do. Ha- well, I'm gonna go straight go. just because this page is here. I, I'm gonna go a couple of the problems, the issues that I had with yeah. the book, though, was this kind of type of stuff. Like the faceless like characters, oh, yeah. and he does it quite a few times throughout, where he's he's filling the background with with uh, you know, basically NPCs, you know, if you will. Like this page right here, like yeah. isn't that a little lazy?
0: It's a it's it's a basketball page. It's it's like sequential art, I guess, illustrating a montage. Right. And so he's,
1: but it just to me as a fan of like certain art styles, that seems like rushed. Like we're oh we're just gonna put that in there and move to the next page. Yeah and. I
0: know you, another artist I love kind of does the same thing where he doesn't fill in the pupils ever. His name is Lionel Yu. Um, he did Superman Birthright. I don't know yeah. if you read that. but uh, he, I might have. I don't know. He, he gave um, me a lot of stuff. Yeah, I do, guys, because that's what good friends do. Yeah, boy. But, um, yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. But I'm also like, I don't know. I don't get super hung up because then you see those splash pages and it's like next level. Yeah,
1: I don't I don't mind so much. But there's, a bit, there's quite a bit of it. Yeah. You know, like it's just missing details here and there. Mm-hmm. It's – Where you know that there's details because some of these pages are amazing and then there's, you know, there's another one.
0: It's about – it's like a montage.
1: Dude, it's like a bunch of like stick figures fighting. (laughs) It's like, dude, that's like a sketch that I did like, you know, when I was bored talking to somebody on the phone and I wasn't really listening.
0: Dang, that was my phone call. That hurts now. I know, dude. I'm sorry. Um, Okay.
1: You're like, Jesse, you got to take notes and like – if you don't take notes, we're not going to have anything to talk about. I'm like, man, I'm not taking any
0: notes. That is so funny. Jesse's literally just here. He is. He's like giving me points on points. At, um, that's so funny. Okay, wait. This story is filled with live lessons because I think you know, like most samurai stories, they give you good one-liners. I think Owen talking about needing compassion for his his enemies or his victims. Yeah. Uh, I th- I was like, wow! Just after it's the whole Ma saga. It was like after that, I was like, wow, that's so good as a father or as a person. Oh, how do you feel about this? Oh,
1: was was that the one where he was talking about? It was like, oh yeah, she says something. Like, where'd you learn that? He's like, oh, my dad taught me that. Like, yeah. it was like a little league game, right? Mm-hmm. Having like something about the loser, having compassion for the loser. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, g- we, can. G- we can look it up. But it's funny because they're like, oh wow, who, which, which master taught you that? And he was like my little league coach, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it still doesn't take away from that. You know, that's yes. just because it was his, his T-ball coach. Well,
0: it, it's, it's on top of that too. Like she was, he, he made the point too, where he, uh, she was tending to his wounds and he's like, he's, ten- Ma Gwang is tending to his own wounds right now. So who right. do you
1: think already lost? He was getting a massage.
0: Oh, right, here, right here. She says, but his punishment would was deserved. And then, Owen says, a victory without compassion for your opponent is hollow. And then she says, who said that? And Owen says, my father, my adoptive father. And he was talking about a little game at the time, but it applies here. And that's something I love about Owen because we – I think a difference between Avatar The Last Airbender and something like this is Owen has been taught things. Uh, He is a mature protagonist, and so – I like the fact that he's already kind of capable. he's at a disadvantage learning this new culture, so we get that window into learning it with him. but for the most part, like he kind of knows what he's he's doing
1: yeah, for sure yeah, and I mean, your question about you know uh, relating it back to my own daughters not so much did I relate in the prelude, but in the in this first issue when it skips ahead fifteen years and owen's got he's living in like the suburbs yeah. and he's gotten away from the temple, obviously. And, uh, he's talking to his daughter and, you know, I think his, him and his daughter in the grocery store and she's like, you know, talking to a boy and like kind of flirting with a boy, you know, (laughs) like me in real life, like that shit happens with my kids. And I'm like, I'm, I try not to be the dad that's like, Oh man, my daughter's talking to these guys. It's hard not to. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was reading that. I'm like, yeah, be more like Owen. Like he's 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 a cool dad. He doesn't want to, you know, screw up his relationship with his daughter by being a dick. But you know, on the next page too, he also he 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 talk he starts talking about her talking to that guy and he's like, Oh, you guys are married now? He's poking fun at her and he just says, Hey, you know, I I I I've never you've never given me the reason not to trust you. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a that's a really good just this page right here, him talking to his daughter about trusting her and her being a good kid. I mean, it resonated with me because, you know, my kids are, are, are great, great kids. And sometimes, a lot of times, you know, y- you, you trust your kids if they're good kids. But there's always, you know, they're still kids. And I know what I did when I was a kid. So, that's so funny. And maybe that's, you know, my own fault of being a shithead when I was a kid. But, yeah, it, it, I definitely related it back. That This entire, like, four or five pages, 100% I was thinking of my relationship with my own daughter as I was reading this.
0: Yeah. And so, and that's, I don't know, I think that's one of Kirkman's strengths. Strengths too, uh, is just really. I think his relationships, and I get again, I think his daughter's a, a capable. I love that sequence. Uh, well, number one, she's a capable young girl, which is awesome, and you love to see that. And she's empowered, and you know, she's not oppressed by her dad or any male figures. But going to her trying to race her dad to the grocery store, it's, I loved it. It's
1: cool because they have this thing, obviously, they race to the grocery store. Obviously, they've done it more than once, right? Because he always wins, but he straight cheats. Like Owen jumps the fence, dude. He full ninjas. Like he full ninjas. She's like, "Go." We write sheet sheets actually because she takes off before him. But as soon as she takes off, like look at he's like, (laughs) "Boing!" I'm just gonna jump this fence over here, sweetie, because I'm a ninja. Also, yeah. Also, wearing the Jordan ones. Owen's got the Jordan ones just like Waylon, and it's it's dope.
0: That's and and that's something I actually love to see. If you look at. You know, it's funny. That is something I love to see because you see the character growth and everything else. But, um, oh my gosh, I found a page and maybe I'm losing my mind. But it looked like when the first 15 years later panel. Oh, here it is. Here's my one. Here's my one catch 22 is obviously 15 years later, they jump ahead, which I love. We'll talk about that in a second. But if you look at Owen in the prelude volume, he's wearing Jordan 6s. Oh, shit. (laughs) So. Nice save there, buddy.
1: (laughs) No, you're fine. Like that, he—I mean—he's not wearing Jordan Sixes here. I know. That's just my one, like, oh my gosh, continuity flaw. But why? Why can't he have Jordan Sixes? What? Maybe is that the same day? Yeah, the same day. Yeah, look, he's he's, okay. Listen, here, I'm gonna—I'm gonna debunk this one for you, though, right? Okay. Because the Jordan Sixes are his grilling shoes. (laughs) Those are his grill masters, right? He's standing at the grill, right? his Jordan ones are his racing shoes.
0: That is so good.
1: <laughs> so he took off the sixes and put on the ones because he knew he had to beat his daughter, and he knew he had to jump over the fence to beat his daughter. And the Jordan ones got the hops,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. There it is. It's all canon. It's there. You go. Well, maybe you're right too. Now I don't. To I
1: don't. It. it doesn't. I don't even know what shoes he's got on there. They're white. And they're That's not. A, they're
0: not even Jordans. It's another Chris Omni. He got a little lazy there. Is
1: there something? Can they? Can you throw like as an artist? You can just throw Nikes in your like no copyright infringement like I don't Nike know. can't come after them being like you can't use our product in your books. Maybe it seems like something they might do, right? Yeah, like, no, it's yeah, it's she's, I, and she, his daughter is clearly wearing Adidas in the race here. <laughs> or oh, maybe they oh, here's what it is. They have a deal with Nike and they're like you can only use our shoes if you put the people that are losing in the races or the fights in our competitor's shoes. Dang. Like his daughter lost straight up because she's wearing Adidas. That is so
0: I <laughs> Dang, that's product placement right there. Right,
1: and, and if Adidas wants to win, they got to shell shell more money out. Can I ask you a question that I was a little confused about? So I don't know what is his his fifteen year future wife. I don't yeah. I don't know her name, but she's a cop, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. And the kids and her partner are talking about what a badass cop she is. hmm Is she, I mean, did she? She wasn't at the temple with him.
0: I don't. I don't think so, but we also don't know what happened to Ling Zan. And that's kind of the whole arc of
1: the first issue. Right. Ling Zan got toasted. No, she didn't. Yes. Is that what they they said? Isn't that what they're arguing about? I thought they – Oh, so we're jumping ahead. I forgot. In in the future book, um, Cameron's boy, Mao Guang, comes back and they have like – a, a fight in the schoolyard it's that's that's a cool that's a cool yeah. like that's some cool like ninja stuff right when he's hopping hopping the fence to but maguang comes in and he says hey man you recognize me and he said yeah just because you have hair i know who you are where the hell did it go <laughs> where where am i at it's oh, at okay. the grocery store yeah yeah but he doesn't he say it here or does he say it at the end i think he oh, says he says it won't at- even talk to him there
0: yeah no he doesn't say a single word because yeah, that da- was cool.
1: His daughter says, Who are you talking yeah, she to? She said, Do you know that man? He says, No. And she said, Yeah, but you were talking to me. He said, Nope. He was talking to me. And I like, didn't say a damn word. Oh, my gosh. That is. So they have this fight, though, and he goes to throw a fireball at his face and thinks better of it. Super cool. Yeah. Right? Um, and he says, they Her body was burnt when they found it.
0: Oh, man. And they're you're... talking
1: about Ling Zheng, right?
0: Oh, you must be right then. I thought she was Did about... you no. even read this book? I did. Wei Lun is the one missing.
1: Yeah, Wei Lun's the master, and he bailed. Uh, do, I think he's totally still alive. Just hold up like Yoda somewhere. See, so he says, I don't want to hear your conspiracy theories about Chao Feng. He's the one holding us together. He hasn't turned his back on us. We don't know who Chao Feng is. I, uh, I, When I read that, I assumed that it was the big dude with the mustache. Like the other Oh, the, the, you know teacher, I mean? the other right teacher. You're probably right. And he says he didn't kill Ling Zhang, Owen. And then Owen says, who did? And he said, everyone thinks you did it because she was crispy.
0: Oh, my gosh. You're right.
1: I know. I just read it.
0: You're <laughs> You're so right. Well, I'm just like, oh man, I'm I'm so looking forward to the series because honestly, if if anyone here and I recommend, well, I do recommend Walking Dead. I think it's a little overhyped, but I read Invincible, which is his Kirkman's like first image comic series that he had, uh-huh. and that's his critique on the superhero genre, which is obviously my bread and butter when it comes to comics. This is so It feels more to me like Invincible than Walking Dead, because Walking Dead's horror and
1: stuff. This doesn't feel Walking Dead to me, at at all. Exactly. It's
0: like it's you know obviously number one there's color like Walking Dead's black and white, but even along along the lines of it's colorful, it's action adventure. There's like some happy characters. It's not not everything is in
1: crisis, you know. The world's not ending. The temple world might be ending, but it's not the world world, right? What Uh, did you
0: What did you think about the fifteen year gap? Like literally, okay. So he he dominates of a big fat fireball. What do you? How did you feel about that? I then, boom. Di-
1: I didn't. I didn't really think. I didn't see it coming, right? Like that a time jump that big. Mm-hmm. You know, like feels like well they'd get there one day. Yeah. But to jump straight to it, I mean, it was it was cool. And I'm going back to your last question now because I'm rethinking the his this him being scorched earth. Like, do you think that that's lazy? Like that. I kind of like, because then I compared it to Star Wars. And if, you, I mean, that, you know, it's already got this airbender thing going on for it. And then if, you if if you know, in 10 issues, his dad comes out, obviously. Oh my right? Don't you think that that's probably going to happen? And then if it goes that direction, is that just being kind of, like, lazy and you're just rehashing a story that we've all seen before?
0: Uh, I don't know if it's being lazy, but if, if, it, if it's done well. Like, honestly, if it's executed well, then I'm like, yeah, I hit all the beats. I, that's what I like. You know what I mean? I like good storytelling anyways. And so, but... When it comes to scorched earth, I don't know because I think they're setting personally here's my fan theory about what's gonna happen the the him being scorched earth and you know being taught at the flaming fist temple I think is is just gonna really show that he's going to be the bridge to both worlds and like bring peace to both those whatever like
1: p- right. those people clans. at war those sure. clans at yep. war
0: and so I think that's they're going to reveal that about his mom too.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just as I said, his dad, his dad was like, um, his mom was the one that was from the Scorch Earth because she's yeah. the one that had the tattoo. And I think Wei Lun or somebody like says that too. Kind of yeah. like your mom was a real bitch.
0: Yeah, because his dad was at was at Flaming Fist Temple, right? right? I'm pretty sure he was a student. I'm lose my mind. right,
1: yes, he was a student there, and then he fell in love with the scorched earth, who's clearly the enemy mm-hmm. and they made it apparent that yeah mom's mom 's a real piece of work
0: and that's and they made it apparent because for no other reason than she was scorched earth, you know what I mean, so therefore she 's irredeemable in in his eyes, and I think that 's why we're we're kind of getting set up for Owen to be He's gonna bridge because I think he's gonna go to the court to earth, and I think that he's gonna be like, "Wow, n- not all these people are terrible," because you know, n- the it's not black and white. Is the second um, issue out yet? No, nope, it comes out at the time of this recording. The second issue comes out.
1: I think. I thought it had a timeline in the back. I think it's August or next week. No, it says July issue three, July first. Yeah, but issue two, June. Oh, yeah, this is the old timeline.
0: Yeah, that came
1: out. That was supposed to come out in May, so. This is cool, too, but, like, does mom, like, does his wife know he can throw Chuck Fireballs out of his hand?
0: We don't know. I don't know. Because she's like, oh, go fix Look up." Look at
1: the dog. Oh, <laughs> the I'm, dog. Yeah. Come on. He's so cute.
0: Oh, I'm so I'm so down, too, for his family. Because, we'll, well, think about it. I don't think his wife knows because his kids don't know. But not that that means anything.
1: Right, because his daughter wouldn't have raised him if she was like, dad, you're a ninja. You're just going to. Jump over that wall. But I just mean,
0: like, there's things that parents don't tell their children, you know, in general. Yeah. So, um, going on from there. Okay, well, wait. Shoot. Based on based on this intro
1: and everything else, what would you rate the series out of ten? Um, I mean, comparing it to, like, a lot of my other f- favorite – I think – that's a hard question. Because it's not – you know, I haven't read a, the whole series. Like, if yeah. this was, like, we were – 12 issues in based off the prelude and issue one I'd call it like a seven.
0: Oh wow really is that too high no I think that that's low? low but that's just me if you felt it was a seven, seven it's yeah. great you know I always think yeah. of those things as in like terms of grades so like a 50 is an F you know what I mean even though it's not quite no
1: no 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 yeah no. I feel where so you're coming I, from. so
0: if I would have okay
1: so if if I would have said it's a five that's an F
0: yeah that's in my head because I'm a just coming out of school. Four is
1: like garbage, so a six would be a D, a seven would be a C, yeah, an eight would be a B, yeah. Oh, no, that a nine a little ten little. A. It's a yeah, it's a seven. Okay, good. It's Good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't like mind blowing to me, mm-hmm. right? Because it's very Last Airbender.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. I'm. Um, I mean, and that's, and I think that's one of the. That's kind of what happens, you know. With these, it's just hard. It's literally called Firepower, and it shows him on the cover of the Free Comic Day issue, Throwing Firebending, Fireball.
1: Yeah, he's Firebending.
0: I'm just like, all right, like, I, you know, I'm. As long as there's, um, and maybe there's time in series for like Waterbenders, Earthbenders, la la la. But Ugh, I'm but sure, no, hope but they we've don't. seen that.
1: Yeah, I hope that, I hope that they don't. Yeah, but like somebody can throw water out. Yes, no, we've seen it. It's
0: cool. Fireballs are cool. I think I give this series a nine. Wow. I really thought it was a strong opening. I really did. I was like, I'm into these characters. I've already seen some arcs.
1: The relationship is like there? almost a 10, and 10 is perfect. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. Wait, what? nine? Were okay. I, I mean, you did I'm like, I you, really you liked, liked it. it. Yeah. I I'm I'm just liked like, it as well. Really? Like, is but my, I thought that the seven was even high because I, I feel like I liked it more because I like kung fu shit like this. Like, if I feel like if I didn't like Kung Fu things, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that was – it was Airbender. I've seen it before.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so into it. yeah Airbender no, so... is great,
1: by the way. Oh, if, my gosh. If anyone's listening and haven't watched The Last Airbender, not the movie. Not the movie. Come on. Not the movie. The movie's garbage. M. Night Shyamalan we looking he, at you. He listens to this, so that's weird. Dude, I'm – it was a travesty. Signs
0: wasn't that good either, man, I'm going to be honest. But...
1: Uh, you know what was great, though? What? The Visit. I haven't seen that it's uh like semi horror that he made about two kids visiting their grandparents, and it is fantastic. <laughs> it really is anyways, last airbender it's on Netflix,
0: okay, you heard of you your first go watch it okay uh wait, we didn't talk about the fifteen years yet.
1: Yeah, did, what about it
0: did you like it? Did you like how cinematic it was did you uh what do you mean cinematic like like I just thought like wow we that just happened okay now we're 15 years in the future well i'm just like i found that so jarring
1: it was jarring and what has he been doing for 15 years obviously having kids but he like sells furniture yeah yeah it's like (laughs) like his wife is a cop and she's obviously a kind of like a badass one they allude to that a couple times when they're having their barbecue and he sells couches
0: yeah i'm like oh my gosh which is the most boring thing but you know when you think about what I guess you. I want for this character, and I think you know, seeing he was an orphan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so for him to have the arc "Okay, I was an orphan. I trained.
1: I worked really hard, or whatever," and then
0: now I have a family and kids. It's funny own. though.
1: He says that he works that hard, and it was never about the martial arts. Yeah, he never- only trained because he wanted answers, and it just kind of fell in his lap. And, and and uh, w- 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 and. Waylon. 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 See, I'm Weyland. horrible, dude. I'm, I'm telling chill. you. Waylon even said like, "Well, you're pretty, you're pretty good at it, man. For it just like falling in your lap, so."
0: Yeah, and then he tries to keep the answers from him. You're like, "You're not ready," and it's like, "What the heck, man?" Like,
1: what's in the dragon room? We don't know. I don't is it the you know, dragon. I don't think it is. Not a literal dragon in there.
0: Well, because it's you know, and and you really, I thought their justification for like why they are able to survive there, and like have normal temperatures. Was a great justification because we have a dragon here and he keeps everything warm. You know, I'm like, wow, that's you know, it works for
1: me. Yeah, it's very. Um, man, what is like the like, you know, like the hidden city, right? Like, what, you know, in every movie you've ever watched, they're like it's I just the think hidden, of it's, the, it's like you know he's walking through the Himalayas and everything's snowy, and then when he gets to the yeah. temple, it's like paradise, Shangri-La. It's Shangri-La.
0: Oh yeah, I wouldn't have called it, called it. I just think of it like you know. Green. That's
1: what Shangri La is. No, I just didn't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You I'm not
0: disagreeing. I'm just like I wouldn't have like been able to pull that. But I just think of it like you know Green Lantern, and they have the planet Oa, and they like that's their power battery.
1: Isn't it some kind of like Doctor Strange, shit too? Like probably doesn't he like? I mean, maybe I'm just basing it off the movie. Like, mm. you know, And that's
0: hey, good enough for me. You know what I mean?
1: But it's very similar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And why it's a seven? And that's okay. Well, yeah, you Jesse takes in a lot more of this like ninja content than I do, which you know now I only want more ninja content. So. Who doesn't want
1: more ninja content? I already told you, go watch Ninja Scroll. Kids, don't go watch it. It's violent.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Um, okay, do, Jesse, are, you got questions? We done? Uh, that's, Come on. I think we're winding down, buddy. Um, I think,
1: I, you know what, man, you gave me so many books to read too. I want to like start talking about some of the other books, but I'll, 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 refrain.
0: It is not his last time on the podcast
1: people. So, um, Unless you guys completely hate me and then I'm never coming back.
0: They don't comment if you hate Jesse, cause he's still going to show up no matter what. So you can deal with that. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, so there, uh, honestly, man, that's. That's all my that's all my questions. Okay, uh, if here's this here's one I, I always like to ask my viewers, based on this content, um, and you already kind of stated with Ninja Scrolls, but is there any other content that you would recommend? So if someone if this is a ten for someone and they liked it this much, what would you recommend them for other reading or watching?
1: Oh, one of my, I mean I've grew up, I grew up like any like kung fu karate like movies and and, and, and like and, and I'm not talking about like the Americanized ones. I'm talking about like the you know Chinese, Japanese ones. Uh, there is a movie that I really, really like. It's called Hero with Jet Li, mm-hmm. and it, it's I'm going to relate it to comic books too because in Hero, he tells a story about um, I guess you could say they're I don't know if they're uh, various different families or clans, but each part of the story and each like family member is is told through color palettes. Wow! Right. So, if he's talking about a certain person, everything in the fifteen twenty-minute story part, as Jetley's telling the story, is all in blues. Not one. It's not like it's. Wa- it's not like it's washed out in one color blue. Like literally, it's just all different color. Everything in the scene is a different color blue. And there's they do red, they do black. Fantastic. And that one's, that one's more like kind of Crouching Tiger. Yeah. You know where they kind of CGI it. Yeah. You know, but a lot of. Um, a lot of Jet Li's old stuff, man. Go check it out if you haven't. Obviously Jackie Chan. Obviously. But like old stuff, like the uh, Legend of Drunken Master. Have you ever seen that? No, I, I'm I
0: I am new. Oh, I've I've seen you know Bruce Lee Chinese Connection. Fissa of course, Fury. yeah, yeah, those, yeah. Like, Enter and the those, Dragon. Yeah. And,
1: and, and Enter the Dragons, like you know, like it's like your staple. Like, That's you, bread and butter. Yeah. yeah, it's bread and butter. But like, yeah, Jackie Chan, Drunken Legend.
0: All right, we got we we know we heard it. Okay, Jesse. Any any other places to find you if they want to keep up with you or no?
1: No, right here.
0: here right here. Okay, Jesse will be back sooner than you know it. Um, I
1: mean, they can come hang out with, with me at the shop.
0: Okay, yes. This episode is sponsored by Canvas by Kate and Surf Shop in Sunset Beach, California, which is also where we're recording if you're hearing traffic go by. That is PCH people. Come say hi. Come say hi, surf Trunks. Bye. Bye.